so here it is. Let's go into the cosmos. Again, hello everyone, and thank you for joining us here on Into the Cosmos, your weekly New York Cosmos team podcast, exclusively here on the Sports Palooza Radio Network. I am EJ Carr, and you know who's joining me because he's been here all the time, Frank Odalaba. Franco, what is happening, man? How you doing today? I know it's a little tough day for both of us. Obviously, with all the stuff going on, the earthquake in Italy, and uh, you and I are probably going to be affected by that. That kind of hurts a little bit, but uh, how you doing, man? You okay? Yeah, I'm okay besides that. Sure, sure, AJ. Yeah, obviously our hearts go out to all the victims in Italy right now. We're going through that massive earthquake, 6.2. Definitely want to give out there. You know, Franco and I are both Italian, so we certainly want to go a little out there before we get started. And uh, I know, stuff like that's extremely tough for all of us, of course. And I uh, hope anybody out there is dealing with anything. I hope you're your family and your friends or anybody who has Italian uh, blood in them. We hope you're all okay. And, uh, yeah, let's get to it, Franco. A lot going on. Of course, a big win last weekend versus Puerto Rico. Andres Flores saves the day with a strike from deep outside. Now, he had to be five yards outside of that box. I know when he took that shot, I was like, oh, boy, that's kind of outside. He's out there a little bit, and it hit the back of the net, and I think I lost my marbles. All my neighbors heard the whole goal. <laughs> man, what a huge goal, man. I mean, that, you know, that, to, to make Puerto Rico look as bad as they did just a few weeks ago, and then for Puerto Rico to you know, host them and give them a much different game, I don't, I, Frank, I don't think we expected to see that much out of Puerto Rico. They Boy, they almost found a way to at least get that point from the Cosmos. But, of course, Andre saved the day. Yeah, great. I thought that was a great finish, obviously, by uh, Andre Flores. And a really yeah. good build-up to it. I thought the Cosmos did a really good job of being patient. Once again, Saber uh, Guantati, uh setting that up, you know, real patient. I think Puerto Rico had everybody back. I went and looked at that goal a couple times. I think everybody was back. But, but they didn't close anybody. And that's a difference. I mean, you got to cl- nobody closed say they got to do basically whatever. So, I mean, the Cosmos earned that goal. But, uh, you know, I think Puerto Rico, they, they kind of let themselves down on that one. And then, obviously, the first goal was was almost comical with uh, goalkeeping. Yeah. Uh, on that one. But I don't think Arieta did anything wrong and finished that. I don't think no. he fouled him or anything like that. So, it was nope. you know, they, they earned that goal. Uh, although, uh, definitely uh, self-destruction on that one by uh, goalkeeper in Puerto Rico. Yeah, I love that goal, man. I, I, the Hyro didn't do a damn thing wrong. Uh, obviously, that's why there was no foul there. I mean, you were allowed to jump up and get, you know, he didn't try to put his hands up. He didn't try to keep the goalie away from the ball. He just jumped up. The goalie kind of misplayed it, and there was the back of the net. I think all of us just like, hey, okay. <laughs> that's how you tie a football game, man. I mean, yeah, so that was that was pretty nice. Of course, uh, Andre and Hyro both made the team of the week in the NASL, and uh Frank, I'm going to have to admit, uh, Andre Suarez is up for the play of the week here for that game-winning goal. It was choice number four, but uh, Franco, <laughs> you got me, man. Uh, Mare with a bicycle kick for Fort Lauderdale scoring both of those goals in a 2 nothing win. And that goal, man, to see, I don't know if you've seen the, the highlights of all five uh, plays that are up for the nomination, but, yeah, he didn't even notice that ball was up where it was, and then all of a sudden he just caught where the ball was. And decided, you know what, I'm going to land on my back and throw a little bicycle into this. And it, sure enough, it found the back of the net, man. I, you know, we, you and I both know Amari more than well. Uh, you and I have both been following Serie A before we were both born, and both of us are both old. So 
So that covers a long time, man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, you know, Amari's been solid. I, I I wondered how he'd adjust to the NASL, and obviously you said, yeah, you know what? I think he'll be fine. Yeah, sure enough, Franco, you nailed it, man. You look great. Yeah, Amari. I mean, his days with Juventus, you know, that's going back a few years. I mean, he was a good player. Yeah, oh, yeah. Obviously, he's thirty pitch now, but you know, I think he's got a little bit left. If it's just a matter of poaching and stuff like that, you know, this guy can can finish things off. He's you know, he can still do that. The other thing is, like I said, yeah, and you know, other leagues might have figured him out a little bit too. Uh, by I think that that definitely happened. He went down a little bit. But in a new situation like this, I mean, nobody knows what this guy can do, and he he can take you by surprise. Really good. It finishes. Uh, um, that was uh, maybe that's the play of the week, but certainly Andres Flores, his finish meant a lot more. I mean, that meant three. That was two points right there. Okay, two points. Yeah. Uh, great finish. So that's got to be up there, just just on the degree of of, of uh, difficulty and also what it meant. So uh, great finish there by by Andres Flores. I mean, all all, all those plays were. We're good. Van Oakle's a highlight show every every game now, it looks like, too, in goal for Edmonton. Yeah, I, you know, I, I think that Puerto Rico didn't – I think Puerto Rico didn't clamp down on Andres Flores because they didn't think he was going to shoot the ball from that far out there. <laughs> I mean, well, that, 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 that kind of came as a shock. And, you know, we have, we have Jimmy Maurer coming on the show here. We just sat down with him about a half hour ago. And um, and by the way, after the interview with Jimmy, I'm going to give out the dates and information for all the goalkeeper training program that we brought up on the air. I didn't want to bring it up while Jimmy was on because he wanted to do the interview. So after Jimmy's interview, and it was pretty nice to have Jimmy on the show. Uh, I mean, man, it's bobblehead day, Carolina match, and uh, get ready to you know what bust out all your little one little pink uh, Cosmos jerseys this week because they're going to be all over the field on uh, on Saturday, Franco. So, yeah, it's good for Jimmy. Uh, you know, he, he, he was up for that bobblehead last year. He didn't get it, so I was kind of happy he got it this year. And uh, he deserves it. Of course, Jimmy Maurer is one of the backbones of this organization. We all know this. You and I both know this well. And Yeah, so we're going to have some absences, Franco. Obviously, Osmani Duke got called up to the Bolivian national team for two World Cup qualifiers, September 1st and 6th with Peru and Chile. Uh, Andres Flores is going to be leaving the club with his El Salvador. And he's playing Mexico and Canada, and they're, they're two points behind Canada right now. So El Salvador is definitely going to need those points. Uh, Kenya called up David O'Chang for the Africa Cup of Nations qualifying match versus Zambia on September 3rd. And Eric Cavillo, who I uh, – he's with the under-19 tournament in Serbia, and we still haven't seen much from him yet. I'm, I'm still trying to figure out when we're going to see him on the field. Uh, 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 Franco, when are we going to see Eric Cavillo? He's part of the under-19 team. Obviously, he's got a tremendous amount of talent. When, when are we going to get to see some of this talent? Because obviously they see it in practice, but none of us have gotten to really enjoy it yet. What, what, when can we expect an Eric Cavillo sighting on the pitch, Michael? What do you think? Ever? Yeah. Well, no, unfortunately, these are the kind of circumstances where he might get out there. But he's he's going to be getting, like, international call-ups. Maybe he could uh, slot in, you know, with Andres Flores going out, not as a starter, but, you know, as one of the guys off the bench. But, uh, yeah, he's going to be gone, too. So, yeah, tough call. I, I'm sure Gio wants to get him in there, but. Uh, you know, every point counts, and, uh, you know, this kind of got your team. Cosmos kind of have their team now, so it's not a whole lot of room to uh, slot anybody else in. I, I think Adam Moffat was suspended last game. Uh, you'd have to have a couple more suspensions, a couple of injuries, which, you know, this could happen. These next five games uh, over a short amount of time, ten games uh, in the season, uh, something could happen. So I think you've got to be ready. And uh, But, yeah, I don't think we're going to see too much – of, of the new guys, the young guys like Cavillo, like just like last year, uh, Haji Wright didn't get much. 
got a little bit of action. I think the, the, the opportunity to go to win with Cosmos B, and uh, that didn't happen either. So I think the Cosmos might rethink how they do that next year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree, man. I, I completely agree. And yeah, we're talking about this schedule. Uh, Cosmos, a, a nice schedule here, man. Four of the next five are at home. Although, <laughs> none of them are cupcakes. Franco, all five of these matches are going to be wars. Obviously, you know, now, now that Fort Lauderdale has Maui over there, and they're going to start stepping it up, maybe uh, they might become a factor with their 11 points so far. You never know what can happen there. But uh, with, with the Cosmos having Carolina this weekend and Indy only three days later, Having a travel to Fort Lauderdale and then come home from Minnesota to Edmonton on the 10th and the 17th. Oh, my goodness, Franco. That's that, – uh, I'm sorry. These five matches are going to decide the rest of the campaign. I, I'm sorry. I, I, there, there's no way that these next five matches aren't going to affect the, the, you know, how the last five matches go because the Cosmos are going to play five of their last seven games on the road. Those are going to be huge matches as well. Frank, these points over this next uh, – what, you want to call them four or three weeks, I guess, from the 27th to the 17th, these five matches are all big, and they're all against teams who are fighting for stuff, man. So this is this is going to be a, a crazy home series for them. I, I, the Cosmos have got to got to come away with it. My God, man, I, this is a huge portion of the campaign. Now it's now or never. I, I'm sorry, I, you know you don't you don't like to use those terms, but these five next next five matches are going to determine if the Cosmos are in the playoffs or not. I'm sorry, that's how it's going to be. Well, I think it's going to come down to how the central defending uh, pairing works out. I really see that. Uh, I think uh, like last week, Chang and uh, Jimmy Oxford combined in there did well against Puerto Rico. I think the, the goal maybe let them down a little bit, but uh, they hadn't played together much. Now, uh, if, if uh, Carlos Mendez and Roversio, one of those two can get back and get back to their level and then pair with, I don't know who, you know, we're, we're going to be a, a little bit of a revolving door there, maybe Hunter Freeman. Uh, and I think that's how, that's how they're going to get through these next five games. Uh, I think that's a, a little bit of a point of weakness that the Cosmos have uh, been vulnerable at times this year and it cost them. Gotten it back together there. Uh, O'Chang, I think you pointed out, has uh, really helped shore that up. Uh, mm-hmm. But he's not going to be available. So uh, I think it's how they adjust there. Tough tactical decisions for uh, Giovanni Sadarese and uh, tough with it, whoever gets thrown in there because you don't have a lot of continuity. So uh, whoever gets thrown in there is going to have uh, – I think the other teams are going to look at that and try to go at those guys as well. So um hour, everybody's going to have their work cut out. I think it all starts right there in the, uh, the back line and right in the center of central defenders. Yeah, uh, no doubt about it, Franco. Uh, no doubt about it. <laughs> I mean, you know, especially like we mentioned, man, with five and four, five, four of the next five at home, and they've taken ten of their last twelve possible points for three wins and a draw coming into this road stand. So that's nice. I mean, you know, you got to carry that momentum. Uh, you know, after that tough road swing when the Cosmos only found one point from those that uh, three match road swing that they went on, they've come home and, and picked it back up. Exactly what they needed, so they're going to have to carry that forward. And I, I honestly think these next five games are going to determine exactly how far the Cosmos go. I, you, know, I, you know, a lot of people are saying that the Cosmos of Edmonton are already through and clear, and they should have no problem getting to the playoffs. But I'm not that convinced, man. Uh, you know, there's, there's a lot. You know, you and I both both know that this league can change on a dime, man. Uh, you know, and, and it's not how you start, Franco. It's about how you finish. So you you can start off as well as you want. You can get up to a poor start and finish strong, or get up to a, a good start and finish poorly. You know, a lot can happen here, man. I, I don't think Edmonton, and we're going to talk to Jimmy about that too, because you can't be comfortable right now. There's no way you can just say, yeah, you know what, we're in first and second place. We can cruise from here. 
and everything will be fine, Franco. I, it's just it's not that easy, not in this league either. And now everything's starting to get to a whole other physical level. I think these ten we're going to have injuries upon injuries upon injuries over these next ten matches, Franco, because all these guys are absolutely killing each other, fighting for points right now, Frank. Yeah, remember the last two Cosmos games have been decided in the 93rd and uh, what was the last, last game? Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, so stoppage time, second half, David Diosa then uh, off Andres Flores' assist. Nice nice combo there. Uh, EJ's been pushing those two guys as a really good combo, and I think they're going to miss Andres Flores this game because playing well, he finished last game that 91st minute goal, so... Uh, and again, uh, Gonzaki set up, uh, you know, started the started the sequence on both of those plays. Go back to last month, Lucky Kosana hit that 92nd minute goal at Miami. Uh, those are, you know, those those are winners. Those are there's a bunch of points right there just on, uh, you know, cardiac Cosmos type thing. I think Lucky uh, wasn't in at the end of this game, but uh, the last game he was Puerto Rico. But I'm sure he's going to be in there this time. So I think couples have guys that can do that. But margin for error is really thin. I mean, if you see, uh, I think three games, at least three games on uh, uh, last weekend in the league were decided in injury time, deep into injury time. Like the Cosmos, 91st minute, that wasn't even as dramatic as the other ones. I mean, Omar Bravo getting a penalty kick, it was 95th or something. I mean, (laughs) so these games are, uh, yeah, they're, they're going right to the end. It's very, very close. Uh, the league's become, I think, extremely competitive and really tight. So uh, it's all down to tactics and, and a lot of little things, uh, not just how you finish the season, but how you finish each game. I mean, each game is going to be like a little uh, mini uh, uh, sort of example of, of how you're going to finish the season. And the Cosmos have shown they can finish these games off. It's uh, been pretty impressive the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Actually, the last couple of yeah. weeks. Yeah, I think that's amazing when, you know, the referee puts up uh, three, four minutes of added time. And, and it's just amazing how uh, you, you see teams score out of nowhere. Uh, yeah, there have been a ton of late goals around North American Soccer League this year. The MLS as well, I'm going to have to admit. A, a ton of late goals. Uh, it's just amazing. Now. Uh, you know, it's, it's amazing. You think, you know, eh, what, what can be done in two or three minutes, really? And it's amazing how much can get done in two or three minutes, Franco. <laughs> you know, especially when it's a one-to-one match. It's just, boy, it's just great. Uh, I want to get Jimmy out here because, uh, you know, to have Jimmy Maurer with us again, that's his second appearance of the year, and his, I think his fifth or sixth overall in the last three years. Uh, you know, there's no mystery how we feel about Jimmy Maurer around here. So, uh, like I said, Franco and I got to sit down with him about a half hour ago, right before we came on the air, and uh, we are all cool. Let's get uh, Jimmy's piece out here. I hope everybody enjoys this. Uh, you know, I did. This is fun stuff. Here's Jimmy Maurer. Peace with him this morning. That's right. It's that time, people. And this week, we welcome the man between the frame for the New York Cosmos, Jimmy Maurer, making his second appearance this season on the show. Jimmy Maurer. What's happening, man? How are you doing today? I'm doing great, DJ. Thanks for having me on, man. Oh, come on, man. My pleasure. Frank's pleasure. You know, we all love having you on the show, man. Of course, big win last weekend versus Puerto Rico, man. How was the trip down, and how tough was it to leave and come home, Jimmy? <laughs> Oh, man, it was great. It was great. Yeah, it was a huge three points for us. A uh, great comeback win. You know, we all, you know, the team showed a lot of heart to dig in and, you know, come back from giving up an early goal. So uh, it was huge. And, uh, yeah, like you said, it was, it's, uh, it's beautiful down there. We had some great weather and, uh, you know, it's just a beautiful island. So, uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's tough to leave a little, little bite of paradise down there. No doubt, man. 
let's talk about that Flores blast because obviously you had a great view of it. I mean, he was he was well outside the box. Were you were you, were you thinking he was going to make that shot, or were you thinking to yourself, wait, don't take it, it's too far out, I don't like it. Like, what goes to your mind? Then it finds the back of the net. You had to lose your mind. I lost my marbles when that ball found the back of the net. You you, you had to be pretty damn excited for Andres. What a, what a goal. Oh yeah, no, it was a great strike. Uh, no, yeah, as soon as he got it, I was I was hoping he was gonna you know give it a try. Uh, you know, he had so much time and space. Uh, and, you know, Andres so much quality that uh, I was hoping he hit it, and you know he was able to smash it, get a little skip to trick the goalie, and uh, yeah, it was awesome. I was I was ecstatic. I mean, just to be able to clinch that victory, get those three points was uh, massive for us. And yeah, no, we were all pretty emotional after. It was awesome. Yeah, I mean, especially after going down early, those 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 kind of points, you get points from that, uh, you know, especially to a team that you, you beat last time you played them and you made them look pretty bad to me. So to go down there, it's, it's amazing how a home and road discrepancy, I mean, you made them look terrible at Short Stadium. And then they went, you went down there, they made you struggle. It was a long match. Uh, it's, you know, Franco and I were talking off the air about the physicalness of the North American soccer league this year. It just seems like everybody wants to kill each other, Jim. Uh, how tough is that to watch from your angle, seeing guys just going down at time after time? We saw um, Adam Moffitt get into a, a fight on the field, Jimmy. I, I personally couldn't believe that Jimmy, I mean, that uh, Adam and King were both fighting on the field. See that from Adam. There's just it's a lot of physicalness going on this year that we haven't seen. I, I know the North American Soccer League is a physical league, but this year it seems like it's all stepped up, Jimmy. Everybody wants these points back. Yeah, no, it's a tough league, and I think uh, I think like the last point you made is what it comes down to is people are just desperate for points. You know, people at the top of the table, people at the bottom. It's just really competitive this year. Uh, everyone's you know gotten uh, better and better over the last couple of years, and uh, yeah, people are just you know really hungry for points, and you know it brings that awesome competitive nature to the field, and that's uh, what you see. You know, sometimes it boils over a bit, but uh, no, it's been it's been a really uh, tough competitive league this year and uh you know it looks like it's gonna come down to the wire again uh towards november here yeah and uh you know i, I brought it up with franco before you joined us here on the air and uh i was reading somewhere about how the cosmos and edmonton are basically just guaranteed playoff berths they can just cruise from here yeah jimmy let me tell you it took every ounce of my body to not respond to that post if anybody thinks that edmonton and the cosmos can basically just cruise from here. Nothing's really important. There's 10 games left, and they have nothing to worry about. Jimmy, are, are you kidding me? I, I honestly couldn't believe the guy said that. Like, you guys are not calm. You're not taking all these matches lightly. Like, there's just, oh, we'll get through it. It's no big deal. This is the most stressful time of the year, Jimmy. There's 10 matches left. You guys aren't guaranteed anything, and no one's I, – I highly doubt that anybody in the Cosmos organization is saying, it's okay, guys. We'll just cruise. No big deal. Right, really? <laughs> Yeah, definitely not. Definitely not. We uh we no. we don't see it that way at all. We're you know, we're we're confident. We feel like we're in a you know, decent situation points wise, but you know, like you said, ten games left, thirty points on the table. I mean oh. everything changes so quick in this league. One weekend where you don't get a result and a couple of teams behind you do, all of a sudden you drop, you know, three, four, five positions on the table, so uh, no, every every weekend's huge, and that's uh, that's you know Geo, uh, the coaching staff, they do a great job of preaching that of you know taking it one game at a time. It's three points at a time, and uh, you know that's all that's all we can focus on. Uh, and then you know we'll creep closer to to the playoffs as we get there, but we're definitely not thinking ahead. We you know we got Carolina this weekend, and that's all we're worried about right now. 
Yeah, man. Yeah, I know you were disappointed in that recent road trip with the three-game trip and only produced a single point. That was tough, man. How nice is it to have four of the next five at home? Obviously, you just mentioned Carolina this weekend, and you have a little two days to prepare for Indy who come in, too. Nice to catch them at home. Obviously, a little bit of revenge there for uh, you know the, how, how the fall portion of the campaign went down, I guess, if you want to say it that way. But, man, it's nice to have Carolina and Indy back-to-back at home and a little trip to Florida, and then you have Minnesota and Edmonton at home. I know you're not looking ahead, but I know the Cosmos don't look ahead for Jimmy. Four of the next five at home is nice, and obviously these four matches are a must. Uh, there's, there's, it's no mystery that Cosmos are going to need those points at this time because you're going to finish with five of seven on the road. So these four of the five home, this homestand that you want to call it, is huge for the Cosmos right now, Jimmy. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, like you said uh, a bit ago, it's you know this is the this is crunch time uh, coming down the stretch. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, anytime you're playing at home, as you mentioned earlier as well. It's, Playing home versus playing on the road in this league is is a big difference. So you really got to make your home points count because playing away is you know really really tough. Uh, you know every team has unique situations and travel and you know different climates and all those different things. And you know so exactly we you know we got four out of five at home and you know we really got to try and maximize our points to you know stay uh, near the top if not you know overtaking Edmonton at the top of the table. Yeah, it's nice to take 10 of the last 12 possible points, too, with three wins and a draw in the last four. That's nice stuff, Jimmy. Of course, you've been contributing to that. And, you know, I said the absences, it's kind of a bad time for these absences to come. Of course, the Cosmos are going to be without four key players, man. David O'Chang, I, I don't think I can stop talking about David O'Chang, Jimmy. I, 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 this kid has grown so much in just a little while. Obviously, he was a pretty good player coming in here. He, you know, we all know who he was coming in. But, they, uh, Jimmy, how impressed are you with David O'Shea? I, I, I have not been able to stop talking about him here on the air. I, I love the kid, man. I, obviously, him right in front of you. Are you amazed by his communication and the growth that he's made? Obviously, without Carlos out there sometimes, Reversio hasn't been a big influence on this year. So his his presence has been huge, No. Yeah, no, David really stepped up for us. Uh, you know, like we talked about, it's it's not an easy league. It's a tough league. Anytime when you're, you know, moving countries, you can take a little bit of time to adjust. But, uh, you know, he was able to adjust pretty quickly, and, and especially uh last month or two, he's, he's been huge for us, uh, really stepping up, really bringing a lot of character and confidence, uh, mm-hmm. you know, to that back line in front of me. And uh, it's, been, it's been awesome to watch. And like you said, it just seems to get better and better every game. God, he does, man. And I know Carlos and Reversio. Reversio finally got uh, some playing time here last weekend, but he's been he's been missing a lot. I, how tough is it to, to be without Carlos and Reversio? Because you know those are the two guys that you really are familiar with. Even though David Ochang has certainly stepped up, you know it's hard. Is it hard for you to be without Carlos and Reversio? Because you guys have a sense of communication. You, know, you know each other pretty damn well. You've been together for a couple of years now. Is, how are they doing? I mean, do you know if they're going to be available again this week? I know you're not the the, the, the trainer here, Jimmy. I'm not trying to hit you with that. I'm just wondering how they're doing. Like, uh, as you know, as you go to practice, are they are they doing okay? Yeah, no, no, they're doing well. You know, they're working with the training staff and uh, you know getting right. putting in the work at, on the training field and everything. And uh, you know, we'll we'll see. Well, you know, we're hopeful. We'll see if they're able to come on the weekend. But uh, but yeah, no, we we don't know anything about that yet. But uh, but no, definitely uh, they're two, you know, really experienced, um, you know, great players. They've been around a long time, and uh, you know, we definitely miss their leadership at times, their experience at times. But uh, you know, like we were talking about, luckily we've had you know great guys like O'Chang and uh, you know Oxford Freeman sliding in and spurts. Uh, you know, and that's that's what it's yeah. all about. I mean, that, it, at the professional level, you're always dealing with injuries, always dealing with uh, 
you know, it's a, it's a great thing to have your teammates called up to their, their national team. It's a huge honor. Um, and, you know, it's just another opportunity for different players to step up. So that's how we look at it. You know, we're losing four, but, you know, it's just uh, just opportunities for, uh, you know, some of the younger guys, guys that maybe who haven't been getting as many minutes to, uh, to step up and, you know, show us what they got. Yeah, make an impression on the team for sure, man. And uh, what are you doing Friday, Jimmy? South Carolina Clemson, man. Holy cow. Here we go. Oh, big one. <laughs> I looked at the schedule and I was one. like, oh, boy, South Carolina Clemson this week. Oh, boy, here we go. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. It's a funny thing. Uh, you know, it was the same when I was there, but uh, always open opening game of the season is just a massive rivalry. I mean, my freshman year was yeah. the same thing, and, you know, it's baptism by fire. You're just thrown into it, and it's, uh, you know, you know, six to ten thousand fans, depending on which which venue you're at, and it's uh, it's it's awesome. It's a huge rivalry game right at the start. It's pretty crazy, hectic. Uh, you know, a lot a lot of fun to watch and be a part of. That's for sure. Yeah, I'm surprised you're not heading down there for that one, Jimmy. I mean, that, that's going to be a war. I mean, especially when the games in South Carolina, they're home opening for the. Oh man, big stuff, Jimmy. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, w- I wish I could. Uh, we, you know, got to take care of business up here on Saturday, so don't have time for a red <laughs> trip like that. But, uh, but no, yeah, one of these days I'll be able to get back for one of those rivalry matches again. It's, uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun, that's for sure. Yeah, man, very cool. And uh, I mean, I had to bring it up to you know, I mean, South Carolina, man, you, you tore it up down there. We talked about that a couple times, man. <laughs> I, love, I love reading your South Carolina stats, Jimmy. That's, that's outrageous stuff. You're phenomenal in college, obviously here now too. And Jimmy, the goalkeeper training program is going to be starting here in September, and obviously you, Jimmy, and, uh, Kyle are going to be a big part of all that. And I, I definitely want to bring that up on the air because it's so there's so much surrounding that. And you're a big part of that as well. Uh, can you please give us a little bit of news about what's going on with the goalkeeper training, pro- uh, training program? Yeah, yeah, we're going to be uh, kicking back off in September uh, again and, and going for a you know fall season. Um, you know, we, was, we had a lot of fun, a lot of success in, in the spring, and, uh, you know, we hope to continue it, try and tweak some things and build off of it. But, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's great for us, uh, you know, Kyle, Brian, and myself to get out there and, you know, pass on some knowledge to some young goalies. Uh, it's a lot of fun, and you know, we had some great feedback, and and the kids really enjoyed it in the spring. And uh, yeah, we're looking forward to you know just more of the same, and and making it even better and more successful program uh, as we go. Yeah, man. There's eight. <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah, there's eight dates set for the Nassau location, and you're you're certainly gonna be a part of that. And, man, that's pretty cool to have all three of you be able to show up there and help all these kids out. Right? You guys have the under nine through thirteens, the high school under fourteen through eighteens. I mean, Jimmy, that's, that's great stuff for these kids uh, to, to be able to learn from you guys. Uh, thank you. I think that's great stuff, man. <laughs> I mean, great stuff. Yeah, no, we love it. We love it. It's it's awesome. Uh, and, you know, I think the kids love it too. It's it's fun. Uh, some, some of the coaches were saying, if nothing else, they just maybe listen to us more since we're pros, even uh it, sometimes they get a little bored with their normal trainings or something they were telling us. So, uh, no, it's it's awesome. We definitely, uh, you know, see kids light up a little bit that we're really there training them. And, you know, they seem to really enjoy it, and they, they learn fast. And that's that's kind of the most fun part of it is just, you know, watching the kids get better over those eight weeks. Yeah, man, very cool. That's Franco, man. Get in here. Sure, okay. Uh, Jimmy, I wanted to touch on uh, something we, were, we touched on a little bit earlier, but just get your general impression of the league and how much it seems to have improved in the last few years, what the competitive level is and what you see for the future in there. So I thought the Cosmos 
uh, winning it in 2013. I thought that was, you know, both times you guys have won it, I thought well-deserved. But last year, the margin of error, I thought, was pretty thin. You know, you really have to uh, earn the championship, and again, if you're going to do it again this year. How much has it improved, and how difficult is this league uh, getting to be? Yeah, no, it's really improved. Uh, every year it's improved. Um, you know, you just see the off-season signings teams are making. You know, you have teams like Miami coming in and spending money, really bringing in top-level talent. Um, yeah, and, no, like you said, the margin of error is just very slim. Uh, you know, the teams have to be ultra-focused, ultra on their game. I mean, you see a team like Edmonton top of the table right now because they've just been so sharp, uh, you know, just – uh, great goalkeeping from Matt Van Okel, just not giving up, um, giving up uh, any easy goals. And um, no, that's it's that's what it's all about. It's a it's a very strong league, very difficult, and you know we're gonna have to be completely on our game to to keep pushing, make the playoffs, and then uh, you know go for another championship. It's you know gonna take our best effort and the best from each one, every one of us on the field, every you know every weekend. How impressed are you are how I mean Edmonton's been phenomenal, Jimmy. Three goals allowed, Jimmy. That that's outrageous. I, I we look at the table and you see what this club has been doing. I, I, I you have to be impressed. I they got off the rough start in the, in the fall campaign now. This team is unbelievable right now. One loss, three goals against Jimmy. I, that, how you gotta be impressed with Van Dyke. Obviously he made the uh, team of the week this week again for another one nothing game. I, you know, that was the Cosmos deal last year, man. One nothing getting these games in there, and now it seems like Edmonton's that team that just can't stop winning one nothing games. That you got to be impressed as hell, Jimmy. Yeah, for sure. No, it's very impressive. Uh, like I said, man, Van Ockel's a really good goalie, uh, you know, really good guy. And, um, but you know, it's ne- it's it's never just one person. The, you know, their team is playing, you know, very solid, very defensive, and and keeping uh, you know chances limited uh, in front of them. And you know, it's been like you said, very impressive for them. And Sometimes it's just about confidence and streaks uh, as a team, and you can tell they're just they're very confident that they can keep a zero in the back. Uh, you know whether they score one or two or or none. You know it's, you're always going to be successful when you're not get, giving up goals, and you know they're they're doing it very well right now. So it's up to you know us, the rest of the league, to try and knock them off and and keep pushing forward. Yeah, yeah, just definitely playing solid football, and uh, you know Jimmy, you have a clean sheet in your first ever. Cosmos game, ironically, was against Atlanta back in 2013. We know that your old stopping grounds over there. And uh, now, now look at you, man. You know, it's a little bit of an ego time, Jimmy. You know, leading the leading the league in clean sheets. Uh, do, you, do you love that? I know you love that kind of stuff. I, I brought it up how many times, Jimmy? Uh, you, you're the record holder in the North American Soccer League for clean sheets. That stuff is great, Jimmy. I know it's been a, it's been a couple matches since you've been able to pull one off. I, I know you're looking for one. Down to find one here over the next uh, four or five at home that you're going to be coming up here. Of course, Indy's a tough match. Minnesota's going to be a tough match. That Edmonton match is going to be extremely tough. But how much pride do you take in being the North American Soccer League all-time leader, at least for the modern era? Jimmy? I know I love. Yeah, no, no, it's 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 nice for sure. But uh, right. you know, like you said, it's always looking for the next one. It's always looking for the next one. I, I don't really worry about yeah. what's happened in the past too much. It's got to be. Got to just keep trying to get better every week. We watch video, try and see you know what mistakes I made, what what we, what we can work on, what we can do better, and uh, and that's what it's all about. Like you said, we haven't gotten one in a little while, so that's where our focus is. We got to you know get back to it, get back to you know giving giving up uh, very few opportunities, not giving up goals at all, and uh, you know we got to get those clean sheets rolling in and get that uh, you know team confidence of uh, you know taking pride in that zero 
uh, against in these games. And, you know, we'll be successful that way. We'll go a long way if we can, you know, get those zeros. That's for sure. Yes. Yeah, man. How important has it been for you to stay on the field this year, Jim? I know yoga has been a big part of your, uh, you know, your regimen now. And uh, how tough is it to get all your stuff in there? Because obviously three kids now, Wesley's here. So, I mean, Brody's playing soccer. You got Wesley and Kristen, everyone. How, how, how is the family first? I'm going to ask you how, how little Wesley's doing and everybody, everybody doing well with the family, man? Yeah, yeah. Family's great. Family's great. Enjoying the uh, last couple weeks of summer here before uh, they go back to school. But, uh, no, family's doing great. And, um, and yeah, it's just, you know, it's it's awesome to have a family go, go home to get your mind off of, uh, you know, whatever stresses are going on uh, here at work with the Cosmos. But, uh, but no, it's, like you were saying, to start with, you know, taking care of your body is very important nowadays. Uh, the, the amount of travel, the amount of games we have to have to take on, uh, you know, just a lot of things, stretching routines, you know, just strengthening routines to keep uh, keep everything strong to where you're not, taking on injuries from fatigue um you know it's a big balance of, of rest and work and uh um you know it's hugely important to to keep your body going and you know try and avoid any you know muscular injuries anyways yeah there's certain injuries you can't avoid but uh yeah the muscular exactly. ones are the ones that you can certainly, you can certainly control those and that's yeah, I, I, you know, it's funny seeing that, you know, you see, you see the big, even football players today, you see them posted about yoga, and you think to yourself, what, what are these guys doing yoga for? How much could that really be doing for them? And actually, man, it, it helps not only your physicalness, but your mental side of your whole life, too, man. Yoga is amazing for you at so many levels, man. I, I love the people who bash it and have probably never even understood stuff. You need to go understand what yoga is about before you bash it because it's a, it's a beautiful thing, man. Yoga certainly helps you, like I said, on the mental side and the physical side, Jim. Yeah, yeah, 100%. The relaxation, uh, you know, just just being able to to relax and take your mind off things uh, can can be a big benefit. Like you said, sometimes even more than physically. Yeah, yeah, man. All right, Jim, let's get you out of here, man. Uh, <laughs> of course, you know, take, take three points, man. A four out of five at home is going to be beautiful. You know, I have to good luck the rest of the way. You know, we're all sitting here rooting for you. You know, I, I believe Frank and I are both going to be at the match this weekend. You know, I'm going to give you my Jimmy Maurer and say hello to you at the field. So, uh, man, you know, have a good rest of the week, man. Stay healthy and finish out this campaign pretty strong, please, man. That's all we can ask. <laughs> yeah, no, I love, love to hear you'll be there. No, uh, you're always bringing us good luck, man. So that's awesome. And, uh, <laughs> no, thanks a lot. We'll uh, we'll be we'll be giving it our all this this you know, last uh, ten game stretch. Uh, yeah, it's, it's not going to be easy, but uh, you know, we'll, we'll be we'll be giving our all, and you know, we're looking for uh, for a strong finish here. Yeah, man, I'm sure all the Cosmos fans are chasing down Edmonton, and everybody chasing after the both of you. So, yeah, nice position. At least it's a nice position to be in. Uh, I think it's the worst place to be right now. You know, uh, it, 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 there is no comfort zone. We discussed it earlier, but uh, it, it's still a decent place to be for right now. But uh, yeah, man, yeah, go get out of here. Go do what you got to do. And, uh, again, thanks so much for joining us, Jimmy. We really appreciate it. Awesome. Anytime, EJ. All the best. Yeah, man. We'll see you later. All right. Oh, it's so cool. Thank you, man. Oh, it's great, Franco. Uh, you know, having Jimmy Mauer on our show is something. I, I love having Jimmy on the show. He's been on the show, I think, five or six times going back to the last three years. So it's pretty great to have Jimmy on it. So composed, man. Uh, it's, uh, you know, it's, what, what, a, what a back – someone to have on the back line the name Jimmy Mauer certainly changes how you approach the game. I'm, I, obviously, Coach Gio knew who he wanted back there, 
and they made sure that they put number one in the back of the pipes. And that, that, was, that was the biggest move that they made last year, making sure Jimmy Maurer was here for the future. Yeah, Jimmy, that's where a lot of it starts right there. So, like you said, the composure and leadership, you know, just, uh, you know, it's happening in Edmonton right now. You know, I mean, that's, you know, Matt Von Oko's apparently uh, improved so much, you know, that, that just uh, filters out to the whole team. And Jimmy's been consistently like that, you know, since, uh, what, 2013 or whatever. And before that, yeah. he's always had that. So, yeah, that's where it all starts for the Cosmos. So, yeah, he's he's still... Oh, right up there, like you said, I think the shout-out leader. And, you know, he's, he's the one that's going to have help carry him through. Uh, like you said, it doesn't get any easier in these last ten games. So Jimmy's uh, – he'll, he'll be uh, tested, especially with that back line changing around with guys going on injury, injured list going yeah. into national suit. Uh, yeah, he's got to really hold it together. I think it's not going to be easy for, uh, for the Cosmos. And uh, But, you know, they can depend on Jimmy. He's, he's going to have some real good tests coming up. Yeah, that's certainly not going to be easy, Franco. Even though the four of the next five are at home, like we mentioned, all five of these teams, with the, with the resurgence of Fort Lauderdale all of a sudden, all five of these teams are, are, are you know in the upper half of this table. And they want points, man. We know Indy wants to finish strong. Carolina wants to get back in this. Minnesota and Edmonton are obviously right there as well. Uh, wow. You know, it's so great to see the Cosmos have these four of the next five at home, but at the same token, none of these games are going to be a little you know, walk in the park, Franco. These are tough games. And then, the, you know, to have to finish the campaign with five of seven on the road, they better take advantage of this homestand, Franco, because this is crucial. If they, if they struggle and give away any of these points over this next month, the last month and a half of the season is going to be treacherous. They're going to be battling and fighting, and you know they're going to get everybody's best match through the rest of the way because, like we mentioned, Edmonton and uh, the Cosmos, when you're the best two teams in the league, everybody comes up and wants to take you out. So you know they're going to get everybody's best game, Franco. That, that, you know, that's something you've got to think about going forward. So this next month with four out of five at home, huge. They, they, better take, uh, you know, they better take at least 12 of these 15 possible points coming up. Yeah, I think 12 is reasonable, you know. <laughs> um, I think I got yeah. a, a goal of probably 13, you know, but 12 yep. would be good, not even. I think all these teams, like you said, are, I think the, uh, probably the worst of them it might be uh, Fort Lauderdale. Very unpredictable team, though. If they come in playing decently, like they, at times they do, and they add a Maori who's like, I know EJ was down on the guy a little bit. Yeah, I know. I, I, yeah, I know. I know. I know. No, I mean, he. He's probably not a Serie A, yeah. might not even be a Serie A B player yeah. anymore. But in this league, yeah. with 10 games left, <laughs> he can show, you know, he's dangerous. So that team has now turned into an unpredictable uh, X factor that if they yeah. come in and play well and they got him, you know, hitting bike, bicycle yeah. kicks, you know, they're going to be a tough one. So to get 12 points would be great. 13 would be a tough one. But I think you're right. They got to yeah. go for that. Uh, I think a good shot at finishing up, uh, you know, right up where they want to be if they can do that. Anything less than 12, I think uh, they're gonna, that's going to be a real struggle to get through the rest of the season. Yeah, uh, certainly, man. I, and, you know, I'm going to have to admit, Franco, and I hate to do it, even though the Flores goal was phenomenal and obviously gave the Cosmos that 2-1 win, I'm going to have to admit I, I voted for the Amari goal for the play of the week, man. I mean, for him to turn around and just find that ball sitting around head level, and just to, to decide, I, I, I mean, he decided in an instant, Franco. There was no thought process to here comes a cross, here comes this. That was like a, a double deflection off two defenders. And then the ball just kind of sat right near his head. And he just said, you know what? 
think I'm just going to try this. And it's worked. I mean, I, you know, like I said, to, to, to see his recognition of the ball, that, that's what did it for me. I, you know, obviously, the Flores play was phenomenal. Gave the Cosmos two points, and obviously, or three points. And obviously, the Amari goal gave them three points as well. But, Franco, I, I, I love that goal. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I loved it. Really did that. Yeah, that was a highlight goal, uh, obviously. Uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, look, okay, I mean, maybe the toughest thing to do in soccer, maybe the toughest thing to do in sports, I've always said, score a goal on a bike because you can't plan it out. You can't even really yeah. work on it. You can't even do practice it, you know, really. It just has to come. And, and plus the degree of difficulty is incredible. So uh, that's a highlight. Look, that's going to go when they do the highlight show of the season. That's going to be right up there. So exactly. one of the goals of the year for sure. Unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. And uh, I mentioned uh, that we mentioned the goalkeeper training program that we were discussing with Jimmy at the Nassau location at Triangle Park at the East Old Country Road in Hicksville. The dates are going to be September 12th, 26th, October 3rd, 17th, 24th, 31st, and November 7th. Uh, the times are 4.30 to 5.30. Um, for the under nine and thirteen is five thirty to six thirty for the high school division. Um, the price is three hundred and fifty bucks, but uh, if you call in early, you can get it uh, for three hundred bucks. I guess we're gonna knock off fifty bucks if you call early. So uh, if anybody has any questions, just call. Uh, you can email Cosmos TDP at NewYorkCosmos.com, NYCosmos.com. I should say really. We'll call one. Uh, what is it? One eight eight eight. What's the Cosmos? Main phone number, Franco. You know, I, I can't believe I can't recall it right now. It's eight five five seventy one Cosmos. All right, luckily I had that up. So yeah, get, you gotta get involved with that. If you have kids who are doing anything soccer related, and you're actually going to get the advice from Jimmy Maurer, Charles Obeck, and Brian Holt, and obviously, you know, that, that, that their trainer's going to be there. there there's going to be people within the organization who are going to be there as well, trying to help your kid be a better soccer player and a, and a better person, man. Because you know, all these all these goalies over here are character guys. You know, there's there's there's, there's nothing. There's no controversy and turmoil surrounding the New York Cosmos goalkeepers. So this is uh, you know an amazing opportunity for any kids out there who are trying to learn from you know three guys who who know what they're doing and obviously are at the top level. That game, Franklin. I love the goalkeeper training program. That stuff's amazing for kids out there. Yeah, look, it's all it starts. Uh, a lot of it starts right there with Jimmy uh, and whoever's a goal, uh, just kind of passing on that confidence and that attitude. Uh, you can yeah. see it with Puerto Rico. I mean, after the goals, uh, the Cosmos goals, the body language of the Puerto Rico FC players, uh, you could read what they were saying, and I don't think Nevin's got the benefit of their doubt. On the mistakes, it's a tough position, and uh, you know, so uh, you, you have to earn earn the confidence of your teammates and set the tone. And Jimmy Bauer has done that. I, I don't know what uh, Melo was thinking in Brazil when he saw that second goal go in, but you could tell his, the players from Puerto Rico were not happy. Uh, and uh, so, you know, they're they're on the line all the time. You don't know where the shots are going to come from. And they obviously didn't expect Andres Flores to. Nail one from like 25 plus yards. Uh, nobody expected a Maui to like nail one from there. And uh, James Maui, who knows what, what uh, you know, they're going to be throwing at him in the next few games. So uh, it all starts there. And, uh, you know, this guy's a great at telling you that, uh, teaching and showing you how to position yourself. And, you know, there's a lot to learn and a lot of intangibles. Uh, great, great guy to watch. I thought, I thought you can learn a lot just by watching him play in the games, too. So, uh, Good, good little highlight show right there. Jimmy could do a good instructional just on uh, just by just by watching it during the games. 
Yeah, man. You know, and we've been talking about some of the injuries for the Cosmos, and now you know, we mentioned that uh, Yasmani Duke and Andres and uh, David Cheng are going to be gone for at least, looks like, maybe a match or two here at least. So that, that, that's uh, going to be tough, man, because the Cosmos have Carolina and India up deck here. And to miss these two matches, oh, boy, you know, I, Cosmos can use them. I, I, I hope they can fill those doors. Obviously, it would be nice to get out of Moffat back after uh, he served his suspension and uh, – Man, it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough match. Obviously, Carolina's trying to get back into this fight. They're not gonna just come at the Stewart Stadium and, and and fold. You know, they've always given the Cosmos a tough match. In fact, you and I were at the last uh, you and I were at the last time Carolina was at uh, Stewart Stadium when they won three to two. That was a big match for the Cosmos at that time as well. So uh, it looks like uh, you and I are both gonna be in attendance at uh, Stewart Stadium this weekend. How nice is that, Frank? Are you, you are you a definite for coming down this week? Oh, sure, I'm definite. Uh, the other thing about uh, yeah. Carolina is they, got, um, they have Omar Bravo now. Now, Omar, you know, might have lost a little bit, but, you know, he, he's he's a handful, man. He was always a handful, tough guy to, to keep track of. And his finishing is still excellent. Uh, you know, the Mexican League, uh, you know, might have caught up to him a little bit, but he's, he's shown he can score goals. And, uh, look, he's there, you know, late into the game. He's still got a lot of energy. He's an energy player, uh like I said, very unpredictable. He's moving around a lot, and uh, he's looking to finish goals. You know, he scored how many goals in Mexico, and uh, he's, he's still got it. So Carolina comes in here with a little X back from the band. Yeah, certainly, man. And do uh, you feel bad for Puerto Rico, man? Now they got to go from home. Oh, Edmonton, and go play some football this weekend. Oh boy, have fun. Good luck. I mean, Franco, you know, from from Puerto Rico to Edmonton, man. Talk about uh, get, getting your mileage in. That's a nice little trip for them. They're lucky it's not in November. Imagine if that team had to go up there in, uh, you know, in October or November. I don't even think they would know what the hell hit them if they went up there then. <laughs> that is no fun place to play, man. Very much feel bad for Puerto Rico, but it's nothing. Now they have to go to Edmonton and try and go up there and try and get some points. Ah, my goodness. But, uh, yeah, tonight's a tough match, too, man. Hollywood and Miami tonight. That's a nice little game. Nobody's favorite. Uh, the blind setters have no idea what to do in that match. Uh, it, it looks like a 1-1 match waiting to happen. Franco, uh, something about this match tonight with Ottawa and Miami really kind of points to a draw. I, I don't know if that's how it's going to result, but uh, Vegas doesn't know what to do with this line. And uh, it's an interesting game tonight, Franco. Uh, Miami needs these points. Ottawa desperately needs these points to get back in this chase. So uh, this is actually a pretty big game tonight for those two. Yeah, if, you, if you're saying draw, I'm not arguing against that, for sure. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, I, did, I did have a couple of uh, stats I want to throw out on Edmonton. Edmonton's goals against, you know they're doing great this uh, in the, the fall season with only three, but they, they've only given up ten goals against in the combined standings. Uh, in the fall standings alone, no, no, no team has given up uh, less than 10 games. That's just in the fall. And that's Ottawa. So uh, what they're doing is remarkable, really, with Edmonton. I know Van Uncle credits his success a lot of it to having lost like 20 pounds. So uh, he's more agile or whatever. Now, I, I can't think that that's all there is to it, though, because I think, you know, if that was it, Jimmy Barrow could go and lose a few pounds and, you know, the Cosmos would be uh, all set. But I don't think of that. It's a combination of things. Uh, the other thing is Edmonton, another quick stat on that, uh, they've only scored 18 goals in the combined. I mean, totally yeah. 18 goals. Cosmos alone in this ball have scored 20 goals. Uh, so what they're doing is keeping it really tight in Edmonton. So uh, going back to where we started, good, good luck to Puerto Rico going up there because uh, <laughs> you know you're going to get a tough game up there. And uh, 
you're going to score yeah. too many goals, and uh, they're going to they're going to get one. Everton's going to get one, and that's that's all they needed to get through. I think they're six and one now in one zero games, just in the in the fall season, six one and zero in one one goal games. It's remarkable what's going on there. And four in a row, Frank. Uh, they've won four straight one nothing games. Uh, are you kidding me? That's <laughs> just outrageous, man. Uh, they, they have an audacity. That's what I'm going to call it, man. That, that's just that's amazing. Obviously, Van Eyck was certainly set for, uh, you know, taking a home NASL best 11 goalkeeper. How you, you know, we love Jimmy Maurer around here. And obviously, on the, on the day that he made his appearance on our show, I hate, hate to give that award to someone else this early. But, my God, Franco, what, what, what do you do with that? Uh, three goals? That, that's insane, man. I, you, you really look at the table and see that nine goals and three, three allowed. It's just like, what the hell, man? <laughs> yeah, that, that's really impressive. There's some other good, uh, tough matches this weekend, too. Miami, Miami and Ottawa are both going to have to rebound and uh, yeah, travel. Miami's going to be hosting Minnesota, and Ottawa has Indy 11 on this weekend, too. So, whoo-hoo. You know, after playing each other, now they're both going to have to go face two more tougher opponents. So, the road for Ottawa and Miami after tonight doesn't get any easier for them either, man. That's nice, nice. I like this weekend slate. It's a really nice slate, Franco. Yeah, I, I, I've been down on Ottawa. I still remain a little bit down on those guys I, ever since uh, the way they finished the season last year. I mean, this team was the, probably <laughs> they were playing the best soccer in the NASL at the yeah. end, you know, the month of the fall season. And now, do they lost that momentum at the end of that? They haven't really carried it through at all in the combined season this year. Uh, they still got a lot of the guys they had, uh, and they just just haven't been able to find it. So um, I give Miami a good shot there. A draw would actually be good for Miami. I think they've only played seven, eight games right there. They've got a couple games in hand. Point of the road would be great, and I think it would really hurt Ottawa. And you say, like you say, then they got another home game, Indy. And, uh, you know, Indy's playing, uh, you know, if Ottawa gets two points out of these two games, I think it's going to hurt them, but I don't think they can expect to get more than that. Yeah. Yeah, oh, and by the way, Ottawa plays Edmonton the game after that, Franco. Yeah, all righty. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to get any easier for them at all, man. <laughs> I mean, that's, you know, hey, we're talking about these two games against <laughs> Miami and Indy. How about Edmonton next? Oh, boy, I'm a big Canadian rival that that is. So that's, you know, those two are going to have fun against each other. So, that, yeah, this is this is going to get crazy, man. Uh, of course, this weekend is uh, Jimmy Maurer bobblehead day. I, man, you know, it's, it's amazing. Remember last year when, when, when he was, the voting was all out for who was going to get the award, and I was promoting the hell out of it. Vote for Jimmy Maurer, vote for Jimmy Maurer, let's get Jimmy his bobblehead, all that. And he didn't get it last year. Now, this year, I didn't promote anything. I didn't say anything about it. And, of course, he won the bobblehead. So, yeah, I, maybe I should just not not talk about it, and he'll win. So, yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Let's uh, show up in your pink jersey this weekend because uh, Jimmy Maurer bobblehead day whenever you walk into the stadium. That's cool, man. I'm glad Jimmy Maurer finally has a bobblehead. I really thought he'd get last year's, but... Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I was going to bring it up with Jimmy. I know he doesn't really, you know, he, he, he's probably just going to give some to his kids. I'd imagine he'll let all his kids take, take one home if, he, if they must. But uh, I, Jimmy's not all into the off the field stuff like that. You know, even when we brought it up last year, it was like, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's great, man. That, that would be great. I mean, but, you know, he, he's more about on the field stuff and off the field stuff. I still think it's cool Jimmy Maurer bobble that day this weekend. Uh, you, know, you know, we're getting ours, man. I'm taking mine home. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, EJ. EJ uh, usually uh, good on the over under, but he wasn't good on the over under on Jimmy Maurer bobblehead days last year. So, uh, <laughs> you know, he's pretty good at predicting how games are going to finish. But you know, 
uh, you got to work on uh, your bobblehead uh, odds, EJ, I think. That's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> oh, Franco, of course, uh, you know, Champions League and Europa League are going on right now, too. There's a lot of football. The leagues in Europe are starting up. Uh, of course, it was the first weekend of Serie A this past weekend. Man, uh, again, I just I, I think my attention turning back to the earthquake in Italy and seeing Roma get knocked out of the Champions League by Porto. Oh, what a big loss for them at home that was. 3 nothing, man. Losing to Saudi Olympic. Ouch. But, uh, you know, again, we want to throw a little uh, something out there to those, all those people in uh, Italy who are going through this earthquake stuff. Uh, we feel to you, believe me. Like I said, Frank and I both have a deep heritage of Italian roots in us. And, uh, you know, uh, man, please, uh, you know, if there's anything anybody can do, I'd imagine, uh, you know, we'll do our best to try and help anyway. Uh, man, <laughs> you know, what can you do? I have to start to go there and maybe send some cans and do all that. That's fine, but... Uh, you know, stuff like that stuff, Franco, especially when it's such an old, historic place like that. Tough to watch, Franco. I, I, know, I know maybe I don't know if you want to say something about it, too. It, it, it's just it's tough to see stuff like this. Yeah, Italy's great at, at taking care of their problems, and uh, they don't deal with this one, too. Uh, but it's, it's, it's tough to take, you know, big prices to pay. And uh, yeah. I think the main thing is just awareness, you know, people just kind of be aware of what's going on and, uh, and also see how they deal with it. I mean, the Italians really deal with these uh, natural disasters really well and, and uh, you know, it helps kind of shape the country. And, uh, you know, it's, it's tough to see. I mean, you see a lot of images there. It's tough. Yeah, definitely tough to watch it. It is, yeah. Uh, again, all of our uh, all of our support goes out there to you guys and uh, anybody who can do anything for them. Uh, you know, please help. Uh, it's just tough stuff. Uh, you know, I hate getting emotional on the air, and it happens to me all too often, I guess. <laughs> all right, Frank, you and I are going to be at Stewart Stadium this weekend, supporting the Cosmos, of course. Like Jimmy mentioned, uh, you know, uh, when I show up there, things seem to go well. And, uh, you know, the last time you and I were there, Cosmos came away with a nice victory, and uh, hopefully they can, you know, they can do their best to come away with another one this weekend. Big run of matches, Franco. These four of this next five, uh, huge, Franco. I, I honestly, like I said before, think that these next five matches are going to determine uh, how far the Cosmos go towards the playoffs, Franco. Yeah, I give a little credit too because I've been at two Cosmos finals and they won a both. So going back to '77, we were trying to figure out how many other guys. Were at that game too, and there, there was a few of us. So, including Chef Messing, who was obviously on the field, you know, uh, in the media now, people in the media, three or four of us. So, um, so the Cosmos just got to get to that, get to that final, and then uh, EJ and I will be there, you know, and uh, you know everybody will be there. Same so guys that were there in '77. <laughs> Chef will be there, you know. Charlie Cotone was there. Uh, Michael Lewis, I believe, did that. So, uh, but ten games playoffs. Uh, Cosmos are really actually in good position right now, um, but it's almost like a third season. I mean, you got that spring season, it's 10 games, I think, and this one's, uh, you know, 20, so they're halfway through that. It's uh, it almost seems like, yeah. you know, this is, like the, this is it, the, the final third, yeah. I guess. So uh, it's a long season, and uh, like you say, EJ, it's how you finish. It's going to be important. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely how you finish. So, uh, again, it's Jimmy Maurer Bobblehead Day at Stewart Stadium. Get your pink jerseys out, people. Get yourself to the match. Frank and I will both be there. You can come by and say hello to both of us. If you so choose, we'd love to have you come over and recognize us and say, uh, you know, it's either good or bad, whatever you think we do here on the show. We certainly try to have some fun around here. I hope everybody enjoys that. And, uh, yeah, Frank, let's get out of here. Uh, we'll see everybody on Saturday. Thanks for checking out Into the Cosmos this weekend. We will see you at the match on Saturday against Carolina, everybody. Have a good weekend. That's right. It's that time.